Anime and Friendship Hour. Anime and Friendship. Anime and Friendship Hour. Anime and Friendship. That's my robot creaking elbow sound. Oh, man. It's another another beautiful day in Anime and Friendship land. Oh, man. We are both in such a good place right now. (laughs) I'm doing fantastic. I... I'm not being petty about anything. Perfect. You'll have nothing to talk about. Uh, listeners, just for future reference, just assume going in, I'm always being petty about something. <laughs> and that Cody's always tired. I'm always tired. But who's me and who's Cody? <laughs> I think me is Courtney Magleby, the host of Anime and Friendship Hour. Whoa, what's that? Well, that is the show where you... Cody, the co-host of Anime Friendship Hour. Oh, wait a second. And me, Courtney, the host of Anime Friendship Hour. Uh, we watch anime, and we're friends, and so we discuss it as friends. Yes. You're the anime expert. I am your... Friend. Your Yes. I was going to say, like, what's like... Accomplice? Like, the ninja has a, a squire, but it's not... Or, Denning? Maybe. I don't know. You can really tell me anything, I believe you, because I don't know, because I'm not the ninja. The ninja page? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was hoping for a new metaphor every time to describe my position here, but that's fine. You know, we all hope for our jokes to be better than they end up to be. <laughs> Ain't that the life. Ain't that the life. Uh. I love making content. <laughs> it's the State of the Union right now. Oh, wait, right now? Right this moment, our union's being stated at us. Is this the first day of the union with yeah. President Sex Criminal? Yeah. But it's they the first year, you don't do a state of the union, but you give a joint address to Congress. It's the same fucking thing. Mm, There's absolutely no difference to it whatsoever, but it doesn't call a state of the union. So. But we know that it's not worth listening to. Instead, you can listen to podcasts. I mean, you probably have already listened to it. Or got, or you read like a HuffPo article yeah. about it. I, I want to believe that we have some live listeners who live in the apartments adjacent and above and below me. <laughs> Do you think the old lady who lived above <laughs> you and used to park her car badly in front of the spot that I use and has probably died? Probably died. Ghost listens to us. Oh, I hope so. Do you think ghosts rise when they die? And now she's in my unit because he was below us. Oh. Or heat rises, ghosts fall. And uh, ghosts are heat. Science. There we go. Oh, there's so much science in this thing that we watched this week. There's so... Actually, there is so much science. <laughs> oh, shit. Before we get into quote-unquote science. <laughs> dumb. I would never... I would never dedicate a museum to science or technology. <laughs> much less an institute. <laughs> Check it. What about a field? Oh, um... <laughs> Wait, no. Fanny? It's not your time. <laughs> oh. Chicken. If this is still off putting. If this is your first episode, uh, that is Checkity China the Chuck Chicken Chicken, who is a he's a resident uh, studio dweller. Yeah. And uh, they're they're mostly uh, in charge of this yeah. first segment where we check in. Chuckity's China the Chicken Chicken. Uh, was manifested out of the universal need for Cody to remember that we have the check-in segment. And so his job is just to remind everyone that we must check in. Yeah, do you think one day we'll no longer need Checkity China, or will he have, like, warmed his way to his I think now that Checkity China has come to exist, there's no going back. Uh, fan revolt. That's right. We'd be boycotted, it'd be t-shirts with... 
Oh, you think the fans could kill Checky China? No, I don't think so. I think if we got rid of Checky China, the fans would turn on us. Mmm, true. I think like it's it's like when a a guest character accidentally makes their way onto being a main character by sheer popular demand. Like all of comedy, Bang Bang. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Ends up shining uh, brighter than the uh, the main person. Exactly. Uh, okay, so uh, we're checking in. <laughs> For my chicken, I'm gonna need to get um a little fan, a friend, a fan, fan. Please, some of you are not inviting another bird to stay at my this house. Is, this is a familiar bird. Fen, uh, fen. Faniel, can you come in here? Oh, Faniel. <laughs> yes, it's a time for Faniel's film corner. <laughs> Yes, it absolutely is time for your film corner, uh, because I saw two movies recently. Ooh. Movie number one, Blade Runner 2049. Uh-oh. Previously came up on this show. Yes. It's parallels to many of the things we watched. And we've I sent you an extensive list of notes, <laughs> which I would like to go through beat by beat. It's like when you tell someone that you like something, and then... You're excited to hear what they think, and then you, it's you're at dinner. It's nothing but criticisms. It's, you're at dinner, and then you check your phone, and there's 31. I have notes, and followed by double-spaced, one-line <laughs> takes. First one-line take. Memories. Eugenics. Wait, that one I actually didn't understand. What are you talking about? Okay, let me expound. So when... Spoilers! Spoilers. There's spoilers for Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2. Yeah. Uh, in Blade Runner 2, they have this idea that the replicants get these memories made for them. They show one lady who makes the memories, yeah. and there's supposed to be other people who do it. Yeah. Um, and so from my point of view, I'd say, oh, well, they're going to have some white lady making memories from everyone? Right. So everyone's just going to have these white people memories? It's cultural eugenics. Oh. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because you're basically making a person by yeah. making memories. Yeah. I mean, if a for-profit American corporation were to take over the world, like, what race do you think they would make all the replicants? Laotian. I see what you're saying, though. They- <laughs> <laughs> Hard Laotian. Hard Laotian. The second one was they had, like, Elvis and Sinatra there. Yeah, as, Old like, Vegas. That was obnoxious. As I told you, if humanity still thinks Elvis and Sinatra are cool, in 2049, we deserve any dystopia. <laughs> we deserve the dystopia we get. I liked his bees. Those were pretty sweet. Bees? Yeah, like there's all the bees that he's like harvesting out in the. Oh yeah, the bees are great. We bees all enjoy the, bee. the bees. Listen, the bees are not canceled out by Elvis Presley and Sinatra. <laughs> they exist in their own, and they're great. Just great. I felt, at least with that scene, there was too much Harrison Ford in this movie, mm. and I felt like just like Star Wars Seven, where it was like it was fun to bring him back. It makes sense for the story to bring him back. But there was, like, an obligatory amount of screen time he needed, yeah. and it d- took away. And they, the scene they had with the uh, Rachel yeah. wasn't even actually her. Well, yeah, it was, like a re- it was a digital recreation. Yeah, right, we didn't even get her, like, as a person. We got her as, like, a construct in uh, um Well, she's a replicant, mind. right? She couldn't, like, uh, age yeah. past a point. I don't know. I mean, true. It was cool to see that, like, in modern, well-done lighting and yeah. HD and shit. It was nice. My only other thing is that this is one of the many future visions of the world where people just walk around every day seeing hologram vagina and just <laughs> act like it's cool and chill. Yeah, yeah, that looks very that looked very uh, ghost in the shell. No, any any of these Japanese uh, future Akira. Uh, yeah, Akira. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a little much. <laughs> uh, also, I saw I Tanya. Oh, I heard that was great. It was great. It was amazing. Not only the best film. About figure skating a while. Right. Also the 
in my memory, the best film about domestic abuse in a while. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. love your well-acted recreations of major 90s news stories. I do. With this and the OJ. They, oh, no, there is a great scene where they're talking, it's near the end of it, and they're talking like, um, news cr- crews leaving, and the guy looks in the corner, they just have footage of OJ trials and stuff. Uh-huh, right? Oh, yeah, this is like 94, right? Yeah. This was, um, Nagano, or I forget. Uh, this was Little Hammer. Little Hammer, okay. The 90s. So, but, Michael Ian Black loves them, by the way. <laughs> And the 80s. And the 70s. He's a big fan of decades. He's a big fan of getting on TV. That's true. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, you're, you're, what was it? Mildly positive on Blade Runner and overwhelmingly positive on I, Tanya? Blade Runner was a good movie. Oh, let me tell you about Blade Runner. The best part about Blade Runner is the lady with bangs and the ponytail. And I really wish... Have you ever been attracted to someone in a way where, like, wow, I hope they drop kick me? <laughs> Because that's what I felt the whole movie. Uh, I, Tanya, honestly, same thing. <laughs> Margot Robbie is great, and I love her. Oh. We saw Valerian this weekend. It was awful. What is Valerian? It's from the guy that did Fifth Element, and it's a big, wacky space adventure with different crazy, wacky future things and bright colors and should be really fun. And it's like they went out of their way to make the dumbest decision in every scene and everything and every detail of the entire movie. So it's like... <laughs> I, it might be bad good, like Rihanna's in it and shit, and it's like, what, oh, what is happening? Yeah. yeah, it might be bad good, but it just felt like it was, it, I, we felt like idiots watching it. <laughs> and I, I'm willing to bet I could still have fun watching Fifth Element, but it's been a million years, so I don't know. Sorry, I had to get my, had to get oh, my one film in. No, 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 that's what Film Corn is for. I think we're done, though. Thank you, Vaniel. Thank you. I like that he just likes to be present for Film Corner. He doesn't need to add or subtract or... Just oversees film corner, and if someone Archivist. says like something dumb about like Dutch angles, then he'll intervene. <laughs> but otherwise, he's fine. Cody, check in. Uh, check in me. I'm um, I'm on day week two. I don't know. I'm doing a what's this? Time has ceased to have any meaning yeah, for you. I'm doing a friend of mine is doing the five two fast or whatever, where you fast for two days and eat normal for five days, mm. and so I am trying to mirror that. With alcohol, where I don't drink for two days, and I can do whatever I want the other five days. Mm. Which sounds like a lot of drinking, but it's less than seven. So I uh, I did the elliptical, and I'm sober, and I'm attempting to do a thing I would normally do, not under other circumstances. <laughs> the regular 5-2, is the two days when you say fasting, that means no food? No, no, no. It oh. just means some food. So the, the, it's not a perfect analogy, okay? <laughs> I was just trying oh, so to... you're just eating healthy some of the time in the 5-2. I think it's. I think you get like 400 calories on the off days. Oh, you get something. It's not it's, zero, but it's, 400 calories is still a very small amount. Maybe a, I don't. I I'm certainly not going to get the numbers right. Yeah. Okay. It, you you have two fast days and you have five not fast days. I see. However, you construct that. I don't know. I don't know the science on it. I just thought, you know, I yeah, I could probably try to live a normal life yeah. two days a week. So I'm trying it, and I'm on the elliptical, and I'm watching anime on the elliptical. And the, I, the 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 YouTube app doesn't allow you to do two x speed. <laughs> it's awful, isn't it? <laughs> it is. You see what I've been complaining about this uh, whole time. Uh, YouTube oh, app no. is so bad. What the fuck? I think it's the Google app, and they're like make it bad on the iPhone. I don't know. I don't know. I found that on my on my sober nights, I eat and shop. Yeah. Like I never otherwise would. Yeah. So anyway, I'm checked. I'm feel I I I feel better the next day. I feel like I'm. 
super bored with everything in my life while it's happening. So not right now, not what we're doing. Have but in you discovered has not drinking for two days allowed you to discover depression? <laughs> I don't think it's depression, but then again, I don't know if I'd know. Wow. It's like everything's super boring, even though you've accomplished things technically. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I mean, I feel... I did think I would be more productive. I thought, oh, being sober all night, that's so many hours of, yeah. like, time to do things. I'll no. surely do things. No. I'll eat too much and lay on the couch and just be miserable, as opposed mm-hmm. to drinking and being fun. <laughs> so, um, okay, I'm checked in. I'm, this is an experiment. Okay, I need to be a little more energetic than I'm being right now, but uh, I should hopefully be... Uh, and I'm, I'm somewhat normal for me. I'm pulling the weight for Cody. I've got myself. It was supposed to be a mudslide. Yeah. I did not have the Irish cream. I'm using horchata. Not bad. Yeah. Like a silt slide. I don't know how we'd change that up. A um, I, I don't know. <laughs> a Rio Grand. Rio Grand. Okay. So this week on Anime and French Bar, we watched an anime from your childhood. My childhood, Beyblade. Let's Beyblade. Beyblade. Let it rip. <laughs> Fucking, oh my rip. god, oh my god. I have to tell you, when I watched the first episode of this and the opening, every time I had to watch that opening, because it is so good. <laughs> it's a free, it, it is the, probably the best part of the show. It is. Oh my god, it's just in your face, pop punk. Oh my <laughs> god. The genre of... Four kids dub anime openings. Yeah, it's such a good genre. It's a good genre. It's a yeah. It's. I mean, it, this, does this go all the way back? Probably to Saint Seiya was the first total rock out. Yeah, it's the biggest rock out we've gone so far. But this is really up there as yeah. far as really rocking your dick off <laughs> on some children's anime. <laughs> you guys, pretty good. Uh, uh, Pokemon's pretty good. This is better. This is this is great. This is more rocking for sure. It is. And it has values. It says sometimes you have to fall down, eat ground, but you know what? Get back up again. <laughs> it's Beyblade. And also they- It's Beyblade. <laughs> they also they use their blades at the speed of sound. They do. Oh, you had a very hot take on this. Well, it's just, I mean, the speed of sound's not that fast. It's not that fast. Jets do it pretty easily. And so they could go a lot faster, but it wouldn't rhyme with ground. No. So there's a hard cap on how fast these blades are going <laughs> simply because this theme song is not to be touched. <laughs> Cannot match the theme song. <laughs> I want to find out who wrote this, honestly. I, I hope there's like one composer that like has done a bunch of this stuff. Shit, didn't like, like, um, Crush 40, who did all the Sonic uh, songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. I they seemed like very much in that vein. Uh, I was gonna say a very famous uh, sitcom producer wrote the Ninja Turtles song. Oh Yahoo! I don't. It, then on Kimmy Schmidt, they tell you because it's like a mind blowing oh. thing. But it's like um like sure like the guy that did uh like Scrubs and the Drew Carey Show or something like that or he's got, he's done like a million things. I for, but I amongst even... all these major TV shows, he wrote the Ninja Turtles song. I don't remember the Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant. Oh Ninja that Tur- shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's not much to it, but it's like Turtle Power. <laughs> I don't remember words. I remember attitude. Was this like on? Like, how, how, how did you get exposed to the cartoons that were like well done by the time you were babelating? <laughs> what do you mean well done? I mean, like, like was Ninja Turtles still on TV somewhere for you? Are you saying Ninja Turtles is better than Beyblade? No, I'm saying you actually knew the song somewhat. Oh yeah, and I'm just like. Oh, oh, you mean well done, like over? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, like put reruns, a fork in it. reruns. Uh, they, okay, they they kept it syndication. Going. Okay, 
<laughs> so this was this felt categorically younger targeted yeah than almost anything we've watched then i watched Yu-Gi-Oh for the first time for this podcast mm. and then i did watch pokemon like when it came out um the, and those those feel like a like little bit older two to three years older targeted maybe yeah or this is horrible i, I talk me through it kind of horrible <laughs> so what did, what did you get out of when you watched it and what, what how was the revisit um so for me, when I watched this, uh, I was heading into junior high, and I liked that there was a lot of emphasis on really learning about, not the science, but the idea yeah, of learning yeah. about a I mean, craft. Yeah. You it, the So they, it's the top game, where you yeah. spin the tops in the fight, and yeah. the one top wins, right? Yeah, and people spend a lot of time being really into it. I like that, but I'm pussyfooting, because what I really liked is that this is... A boy bouquet. <laughs> there are so many boys in this show. Okay. And going to junior high is like, I need a... There's a lot of boys to get into. There we go. Okay. Um, so I'm yeah. shallow. <laughs> I don't... Is there a woman in this show? They will show one in the intro. I guess I didn't get there. They don't get like a main female character till the second season. Wow. And she doesn't actually get to be like good at the game. She's like the team's manager. Of course. Draws on their hands. Yeah, she tears. Healing magic. There's the computer. It's the computer. Oh boy. Alright, alright. I we can talk about the computer. I the thing that also struck me was I did not know as it was happening, but of course all these TV cartoons are to sell toys to children right yeah and theme park rides and whatnot that all made sense in retrospect and then when we watched Yu-Gi-Oh, i was like oh yeah like this is a little more on its face trying to get kids to buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards yeah and then i watched this and i was like wait wait this is this is more of a toy commercial than a tv show most of the time yes yikes i don't yep. I, I love I, want, I this is actually on youtube i don't know if it's legally posted or not the top comment of the one that i watched was wow i don't remember it being this cheesy and I think that was a lot of people's experience yeah. was it probably didn't seem that unnormal growing up. Yeah. Can I tell you the first line of the show and my favorite line? Long ago when Beyblading was in its infancy. <laughs> off the back, assuming we know what Beyblades are <laughs> and as, stating that they've been around for centuries. They have a long and storied history. <laughs> So much so they can talk about ancient Beyblading. <laughs> it's I mean, it, Yu-Gi-Oh kind of did that too with its it ancient did. Egypt thing or whatever. But yeah, but Yu-Gi-Oh was always like they based it off ancient Egyptian stuff. Right. Like the guy who made the the Duel Monsters game was Pegasus. So this was, it was the game was made in modern times. Right. Right. Whereas this is just the assumption that they, that people had these like rip cords yeah. and things like back to it. It really it's like a tool for every situation social and physical in this show yeah. is it's this the most normal thing in the world it's it's everybody Beyblade. <laughs> so okay there's a kid and a dad and the dad is i don't it's know grandpa grandpa yeah whatever i don't know what the original japanese voice lines were but no. this guy talks like he talks like a kool-aid commercial from 1997 <laughs> everything is like Little dude, what, what's up, dude? Hey. I'm hip. I'm groovy. Do it. <laughs> it. It's great. Yeah, and he just wants to teach a kid kendo, I guess. Yeah, uh, and that's and the kid doesn't want to do it. Kid doesn't give a shit. You know what he gives a shit about? You know what he cares about? <laughs> Beyblading. And they have this artifact that's got like a dragon in it. 
from like his past. So he's like already like the the heir apparent to some dragon force that he like does not give a shit about nah, until until it fuses with his Beyblade. Isn't it don't matter till it's on a Beyblade, baby. And yet the first thing that happens is he confronts a bully in the yard and he pretends to have no idea what Beyblading is. Oh yeah, no. He was, he was just doing a joke around. Okay. It was really hard to get intention because the voice acting it was very bad. The quality of it was terrible, like volume wise, person to person. The voice acting itself was delivered horribly. We have some very And the lines weird were reads. awful. For the sake of like matching the lip flaps, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. They'll like, exactly. drag things out or not. Was that then? Okay, so was this all in service just to match the lip flap? I think a lot of it was. Because that's such a bad decision. And a lot of it was just bad voice acting. Because, yeah, there was weird pauses and weird hanging on to syllables. And there's weird space between lines, too. Yes. Like, there yeah. could have been a laugh track taken out. Uh-huh. And we were watching, like, the skeleton of it. And when you wa- I watched it on 1.5x speed on my computer, and it just sounded like a normal anime of exciting characters. Like, it felt a little <laughs> fast, but, like, that's how most animes are. Like, oh, God, you're in the shadow realm and the lasers are coming. And the <laughs> you know, like it was just at that cadence and it felt more bearable. I don't know. You're in the shadow realm and <laughs> the lasers are coming. You don't like my... <laughs> no, no, that's how it actually happens. Oh, I see. In Beyblade, that's how it Oh, happens. yeah. And oh! See, at this point, who cares about the shadow realm? Yeah. It's the most exciting thing in the world and you go, ah. Oh. Uh, okay, okay. So, so the cadence seems to be this guy's the best at Beyblading until he meets a person he doesn't know who is also the best, the actual best. And then this he has to learn, learn a little lesson yeah. about himself, friendship and Beyblades. <laughs> See, I think it's just, they're not, <laughs> they, <laughs> I don't think they tie in those things. Like this is a super Sentai or this is a, Yu-Gi-Oh. you know, what is mostly the Beyblades. <laughs> okay. So they, you build and they actually, they talk about repairing. So how real is this? Like when you, when I had a Beyblade. Yeah. Like it comes apart. You can change the parts yeah, around. You can, yeah. You can get a different weight ring on it. So there's three parts. Three parts to a blade. Three tar- parts to a blade. So there's the top, the very, the very surface. This will have like some plastic spiky things, and that can like help you grab onto someone's thing and take them down. <laughs> so this represents like the the body. Yeah. Well, not the body. The mind or the spirit. <laughs> I guess the mind. Oh. <laughs> then you have the weight disc, and this will stabilize your Beyblade and make it heavier. So, like, yours could... Um, this is theory, the soul, for sure. Yeah. Your interesting theory could, like, knock ones off, it, knock another blade off if it's heavier. And then we have the bottom, and that's, like, just the shape of that will deter- can make it spin faster or slower or whatever. I don't know! That's Yeah, that's the actual, like, like wind physics. That's the body, clearly. Yeah. All right, so you you can mix and match pieces. Does, they show them these breaking a lot, and then they have to they like we repair them together was like a community chant. They don't take that hard to they're they're pretty easy to repair. You just snap them back in place. But do they fall apart? They can't fall apart because that's kind of exciting if they like, explode into exciting. pieces if it hits the wall or something. No, they probably won't fall break into pieces in an actual battle. You oh, probably have okay. to take them apart yourself. Oh well, that's much harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was your blade like? What did it have an animal? I got one the one of the creations of the Dronzer blade. That's the one that the Kai Phoenix. has. Oh, because you you can't be Yugi. You're the keeper. Yeah, my brother always had to be the the Yugi, so I got that. I actually had three. I forgot. I had one that was the Dronzer, and I had two. Those like off brand monster guys that weren't in the show. 
One was a blue one and one was a red one. And I don't really remember them very much. But they were chill. The Phoenix was your favorite one? Yeah. Okay, so is there any, like, strategy to this? Can you just build the heaviest one and win? Um, or... you, okay, I watched a Beyblade tournament. I watched, Whoa. I looked up video of it. They have real tournaments. Yeah, and it's, like, eight-year-olds. Okay. I watched the World Beyblade tournament. World. <laughs> and it came down to the Philippines and New Zealand. Whoa. Yeah, but it's still just, like, 12-year-olds just, like, whoop, and their thing goes in the bowl, and it looks as exciting as you think, where it's just, like, Ding, ding, ding. Uh, um, they didn't get those super low angle camera shots that they did in this uh no thing. they did not <laughs> they did not uh yeah it was very sad it was very sad to watch did you, were, were you like having flashbacks to yourself doing this or yeah, i actually practiced with my beyblade thing because i really wanted to beat my brother very badly did you ever get to that yeah point? i did that's nice it was immediately like okay i'm bored with this now yeah ah yeah video games to play classic brother move yep uh, but I got pretty good at playing in a metal bowl. I got I spent a lot of time playing Beyblades, not a lot of time building social skills as a child. <laughs> so we got our our main guy. His name is Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they changed all the names from the original. Yeah. God forbid. Takao is his original name. Uh, but I don't. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the Japanese because I missed the dub so much. <laughs> yeah, I. I, maybe we should have watched one episode to just get an idea, but it, yeah, the the name there, the Blade Sharks is the name of the the group, the and, bad bad kid group. Yeah, the chief is like this little kid. Okay, there, some of these characters. If this was your boy salad, some of these people's faces, I I wasn't into all the boys. I, I was couldn't into really only land a few on of the boys. Okay, there's like the main guy was probably yeah. I will tell you when we get to the boy that I like the best. All right, I have a pretty good idea. It's the leader of the <laughs> the shark crew. Shut up! With the purple hair and the he has the gray awesome, hair, you bitch. And the, the he's sash, cute. The, the, the yeah ninja scarf. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's great, <laughs> and he had big arms yeah. for a twelve-year-old. He was ripped. <laughs> he let oh. rip. <laughs> It was insane. You don't get a lot of bulk dudes. I'm thinking like Pokemon. They're all scrawny looking Cody yeah, motherfuckers. Scrawny motherfuckers. Uh, even like a, even Brock was like, you know, he did like ultimate frisbee. He didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like play football or something. Nah. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, he had cool, cool blue triangles on his face. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Shut up! I'm not making fun of you. I'm just enjoying the world I live in for the first time since I stopped drinking. Uh, <laughs> so Tyson's a- the cool kid in the neighborhood. Yeah. He goes and he, he beats some kid in Beyblading, and then they're all sad. He's like, hey, don't give up. You're really good at Beyblade, because he's an encouraging friend. Yeah. And then he has to go um fight Andre. Yep. And, and Andre's supposed to be the best Beyblader in the city, we won't he see sucks. Andre again after this arc. Oh, Once okay. we get the main characters, we will never see Andre again. He seemed kind of useless after they got the, the yeah. smart one. Yeah. Andre's only purpose is to be set up as a good Beyblader, just to have his uh, blade stolen by Carlos. Yes, Carlos, the bad seed. The bad seed. With huge eyebrows. And I wasn't, I, I get now his name was Hruda or something, but like, I, I didn't know if they were actually like putting ethnicities on these people. Yeah. And I was kind of uncomfortable with him being across. A little bit. So he's got a whole set. He's got a Santa sack full of blades. Yeah. He goes around the car. I guess 
in was there any sense in this game that the winner got the blade or was this no i don't okay think good because so. like we talked about on the last episode with pogs there was like a competitive yeah you like you take other people's toys and like i i couldn't handle I think it they i couldn't handle an it early episode thing to instill a sense of sportsmanship right this is what the bad guy yeah. does right and then he says we win together we lose together we repair repair our blades together and they're all like tinkering with it. i can just see you like like persona wise like in in class like not paying attention but behind your folders like your little like weights and like you're yeah. putting them in. i would lo- i mean i would never brought it to school because i'd be murdered <laughs> but i definitely spend a lot of time thinking about it drawing the character uh, were you not overtly nerdy in school like i tried to not be i mean what's you I had guess? a sense of that that's pretty good Wait, i was playing magic cards on stop- band I didn't bring the things to school because no one was into anime when I was there. Uh, that's right. I didn't have enough people to nerd about about the stuff that I like. That's why you had to make a podcast late. And in life. that's why I fucking hate American comics. You suck balls. So that's is that that's what everyone else was into. Yeah, and when they start making Hollywood movies of the animes I like, I probably still won't like it. <laughs> but I'll be vilified! Even when they're better than the original Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Uh, You're so dumb. Come at me. You're so dumb. You're so dumb. Okay. You didn't read all Ghost in the Shell. No, I, oh, you're right. I was comparing it to the movie adaptation. Yes, thank you. Not to the original source material. Thank you! Uh, which I'll have no idea if it's good or not. Scar drop. Anyway... <laughs> Okay, so most important character we meet here is called the Chief, which is kind of a fun name. His face is some something of his a... face is some garbage. I wouldn't accept that as like a doodle of a character, <laughs> and that got animated. It is insane. He has half. He has the bo- He has a bottom jaw. That's his face, and then a mess of hair. <laughs> and then his glasses are over his hair. Yeah, but they're up too high. Like he's wearing them like sunglasses on his. Yeah, I'm forehead. trying to figure out his face like. Are the glasses supposed to be where his eyes are and he's just like looking yeah. for messy bangs? It's... Or is his eyes covered by the bangs and he just has a dumb shaped head? Yeah, exactly. I it, it's it's in like the perfect zone where you can't you, you can't land tell. one one. Yeah, you can't even have a strong opinion about what the fuck you're looking at. It's you're not supposed to do this to people cuz us recognizing how humans look is extremely embedded into our like primitive mind. And when someone has that's why you get like un- a nervous feeling when something looks different or someone is like deformed or something is because it's like fucking with like your mm. object recognition but the most important object which is your mother when you were born or whatever right and now this kid's face is like doing that <laughs> i hate it um he's let's got a- talk about his sexy sexy computer <laughs> so he's got his computer oh and, and there's a, a bit beast did bit it be- is there any idea is this a thing or they did- explain bit beasts bit beasts yeah. a bit beast is the soul of an ancient spirit thing that gets trapped inside your Beyblade. Uh, oh, it's the dragoon. It's the dragoon. Oh, but it's just in this kid's computer. Yeah. Oh. Well, now I have mixed feelings because I feel like the bit piece in the computer gets to like have a personality. Yeah, it gets to like connect to people. It doesn't get to fly around the room mm, true. and save the day, but, but like then it, it doesn't get to be a Beyblade. The most <laughs> noble object of all objects. I feel like this the the computer is like we've given it its life back. It now has like the ability to talk and if to research. You live and to flirt without being a Beyblade. Are you really truly alive? <laughs> I can tell you, I'm not alive, and I'm not a Beyblade. <laughs> so what is your? I logic? thought I was Where the depressed one this episode. 
so this kid is uh, a Beyblade expert, and again, it's like every line. We like, haven't talked about his computer, really. Yeah, yeah, okay. About how his computer really hits on everyone, mostly the kid, mostly the chief. Sex, sexually aggro, yes. female voiced computer. It's constantly like, aren't you going to spend Dizzy. time alone with Dizzy. me? Yeah, what, yeah when, when are we going to spend some more time alone and or like, hey, like, don't like when he just asks like a, a simple request, it's like all sassy back at him. Imagine like, this kid trying to like get work done for school on his computer, and she's like, "Oops, I just brought up a pornography website. <laughs> Oops, like Jesus Christ." This is like this would sabotage any eleven-year-old boy. They they would get nothing done. They would not learn <laughs> ever how to talk to a human woman. Like this is yeah. the worst thing you could do is yeah. put a sexually aggressive female adult Ain't into their computer. computer. Because boy, what eleven? What do eleven boys, lo- year old boys, love? Computers, Computers. <laughs> and sexy ladies, and and unrealistic women <laughs> depictions, and Beyblading. Uh, so he's an expert, but he doesn't really ever have the answer to anything. And yeah, and, uh, uh, he just yeah. does exposition. He's yeah. an expositor. And the <laughs> what expositor? Uh, like an expos. Like like wizard like expositored exposition expert expositored. Oh, I would take an expositored over an expositored any day. Damn it! I could. The whole joke was those were impossible to pronounce words, and I got right to the finish line and couldn't do it. Expositored. And I I'm sober. I should be an enunciation master right now. <laughs> an expositored expositored. Expositored. Uh, what is fun uh, like? I forgot. <laughs> fun is Beyblading. <laughs> Let did, it you, rip. did you bring it? Please. I forgot my Beyblade at home. Oh, my God. I, I couldn't find the ripcord. I wanted to have a bay battle with you. I might we can record you We it. can record it separate. We would we have to do our very first video podcast to have a bay battle. Well, we had a, we had a Yu-Gi-Oh battle. Yeah. So I think we, we can, can, we can like make really it. We can dictate it the way we could Yu-Gi-Oh. You can cut Why this part out. Why are you so and... married to the audio format, Cody? <laughs> I don't have to put my makeup on. <laughs> We might get some Beyblades. We might get some Beyblades. Or at least one. Wait, we need two, right? I have a Beyblade. It's not... It's kind of mangled together from parts of other Beyblades. It's a Franken-Bay? Fr- Franken-Blade. I don't know how good it'll be, <laughs> but I can get another Beyblade, and your Beyblade will probably be my Beyblade, because I have the Franken-Blade. Or maybe the Franken-Blade is... I mean, from what I've learned from this show is that... No out-of-the-box blade is gonna do shit. Like, every blade that's worth its muster is a some some way crafted yes for the situation you have to really be an artisan beyblader <laughs> a rustic okay so he's got sexy computer exposition thing it also can like analyze the world it's got like a usb camera and therefore like it it, it does yeah. like a, a a blowout diagram of like the evil mexican kids <laughs> this show um he wasn't mexican he was just named carlos oh you're right fuck me and he's so they have to put together his, a bl- his blade is heavy. Yeah, that's right. He's got a heavy blade. He's got like plutonium in there or some shit. <laughs> yeah. So like it just it sits its ass in the middle of the dome or not the dome, the bowl. And then it, when your blade hits it, it just fucks off into the yeah. space, right? So how do you beat this? They use like straight up laws of Newtonian physics. Yeah, F There's equals a lot MA. Of physics. You'd think I would have absorbed some of it. <laughs> F equals M A is you can't go M, so you got to go A. Yeah, to get that F. 
Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> Force equals mass times acceleration. Oh, yeah, so you gotta go faster. Right. Gargle. I was just like, well, the other person is the best at the other thing. You gotta get good at another thing. Yeah, which is a, kind of a nice lesson, too, which is don't, you know, don't... Do, you like, know, don't um, try to beat someone at their own game. Go yeah. around. Oh, wait, is it fight fire with fire? I guess Don't we have... fight fire with fire. Fight fire with water, bitch. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon taught us that, the, <laughs> that this expression is just the proper way. Okay, so he's going to make it go faster. He's back at home treating his dad like garbage again. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, daddy-o, what's this tripping kid do? Whatever. And then he's, he just, his epiphany is that he can make his, his cord twice as long. Yeah. But that's it. Only twice as long. Only twice as long. Is this a real thing? Can you make a yeah. cord? Yeah. Do could just like super glue it together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is this? A, did, did you ever try it? Um, I didn't. I know you could get like a recreation of Tyson's blade, and it uh, came with an extra long cord, uh, and it was actually very effective. Cool. So this is like his signature item. Yes. That's kind of cool. Uh, and then he also figures out that he just needs to do like a running start, like Happy Gilmore style. Yeah. Drive, and he'll get to the four times. Yeah, and I think that's mostly to make the character look cool. Yeah, because yeah. it's just saying watching nine-year-olds drop these into a bowl is the saddest <laughs> thing in the world. And, th- and that's the same way, that same reason. Well, the Sandler- nine-year-olds were jumping before they dropped it into the bowl. I mean, it's the exact same premise behind Happy Gilmore is golf was boring, so we'll have Adam Sandler do a running <laughs> swing <laughs> and build it into the plot of the movie. True. And then a bunch of high school boys will try to do that and ruin all the golf courses. That was my 90s <laughs> Um uh, okay, so they meet at. Uh, they have great set they, pieces. They beat. They beat Carlos. Yeah, they do it at, at like in the river dam. Yeah, industrial river. The river dam is a key set piece to anime. Yeah, like this is where Acura took place mm-hmm. essentially. Also, the the roof. Another thing with like the suicide uh, gating around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shows up in like every video game I've been playing and every anime I've been watching. Um, uh, look, these kids on the roofs. Kids love roofs. They love heights. I think it's a place where you can get away from the laws of adults. Ah, and just feel the wind on your That's right. face and mm-hmm. stare longingly into the sun. Think about your future. Oh, my God. Think about that girl that you want to <laughs> protect her smile. <laughs> Tell her that you like her. But, oh, oh, wait. She likes you, too. Oh, you're touching her titty now. Jesus what the Christ. fuck? Anime. <laughs> <laughs> I should write every anime. I'm so good at it. I know the formulas. Yeah, you do. You, I think you could subvert them and teach <laughs> I could, more woke lessons. Or I could just make garbage. <laughs> just make a basket of boys. Stop. But I said it was a boy bouquet. Oh, okay. Did you get more boys into a basket? But I guess there are less. There aren't that many boys. <laughs> What's the thing? It's only a bouquet full of boys. And then okay. here Boyfriend he is, <laughs> the prettiest boy of the boy bouquet. This guy is pretty stylish. I'm going to pull him up quick. He is so, he's got so, he's just very dramatic in his style and very harsh. And this <laughs> is the show that made me believe that cargo jeans were cool. Oh my God, he does have cargo jeans. Yeah, he has very much cargo jeans. Carlos had some going on with like these like little like um, donut, like like almost like floaty donuts, like rescue items, like on his shoes. What? I don't know. Bring it up. Pull up the page. Enhance. Enhance. Okay. And audience Beyblade. at home, I encourage you to look up Beyblade, Carlos, shoes. Oh yeah, that's just like... Is that a thing? It That's looks a like thing. 
It's like the, his each each foot is the side of a boat, and this is like where the the life preserver goes. Yeah, you. That's just a decoration thing. Uh, I see them a lot on like women's boots. Oh, oh, so this is like a real. Yeah, you can not see an anime. That okay. It's not that. Now anime. I'm gonna see it everywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna go into my closet, and everything Amy owns is gonna have little. Honestly, on it. probably. I think I have seen her with a pair of shoes with a like rings like that. They're not a huge uh-huh. oversized, but they're rings. Okay. The, one of the keys you. to anime fashion is, like, take a normal piece of clothing, make it huge and oversized. You're anime now. This is where JoJo kind of closed the field. Yeah, JoJo's, re- JoJo's really set the standard for it. But, you know, Beyblade makes a nice addition, nice chapter it's in that story. It's kind of the kids the kids version. Yeah. It's like a baby's first JoJo. One thing I do respect with the show is the kids are realistically short. They are. They are very short. Yeah. I, I like that Carlos was like beaten up on Andre, but he was like a full foot and a half shorter than him. And it was like, yeah. we didn't need to make the bad kid like a the size of an adult kid. for some shit. Okay. So here's your boy. God. Okay. So yeah, Show sorry. Show me my boy. Big gray hair. Got the bluish purplish triangles on his face. Uh, he's so... Ah! He runs the gang, the ba- the blade he's shark. He's a little bit of a bad boy. <laughs> He's kind of the cool-headed one. Like his lackeys will be the ones that like act rashly. Yeah, he's like cool-headed, but then also like intense. And yeah. he'd be like, ah. <laughs> he's got yeah. He's got an awesome scarf. Anyway, he shows up the right, very end. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm better. It's like than Carlos, this guy. you're in my gang, by the way, and you fucked up. He backhands him. That's and everyone right. Just stares at his magical ability to punch a kid. <laughs> that they're like. What he did something without a Beyblade? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. Like kids are getting like like it's bullying, but they play with, with Beyblades. But so, they like, do it with Beyblades. So th- cool. Yeah, this actually like broke Trump on the idea that you can actually physically assault someone yeah. in this world. Like you, and everything it has to be the blade. Okay, I don't know. That's the end of episode one. Um, we so kind of episode... fly through the next two pretty fast, I think. Yeah, episode two, Tyson fights Kai with Beyblades and loses. <laughs> yeah, is this where he goes to the warehouse where he's like hanging out on like the roof and he like falls like. He does like a jump, like forty feet, and lands on his. Kai does a jump. Yeah, like they go yeah. the, to the warehouse, yeah, and a, there's the kids all around the, the gang. The children members. have a warehouse to hang out at. Yes. Yeah, and he, Kai is up on like a beam in the ceiling, and he just jumps down. To yeah, he's them. cool. <laughs> he's it's very. Chill. He's nothing if not cool as fuck. Uh, yeah. So, so the thrust of this episode is finding a way to beat Kai's blade, because this <laughs> blade is so wonderfully balanced, it can absorb the power of Tyson's blade. Yeah, they didn't really, they were just like, it, it feeds off your energy. But they don't really explain it. Yeah. Oh, they explain, it's just a really good blade. It's, it's like chasing like... Mario and Mario Kart. Totally balanced. <laughs> it's Ryu and Street yeah. Fighter. Yeah. He's got the Phoenix Dronzer. Dronzer. So now, yeah, there's special blades, and of course, our main character has one, and the main bad guy has one. Oh, the the. Do they get the bit beast kid? in this one? What? Do they get the bit beast in this one? This is the one where um fucking the chief gets kidnapped. Oh, that's they... right. The only episode where a thing actually happened. <laughs> I don't remember. Can't remember. Yeah, so I Kai's just want to get like... to this dog in the river. <laughs> that's the only thing I care about. Kai um is like, oh, they got a guy who knows everything about Beyblades. Yeah. We'll fucking get him. <laughs> so he sends his goons to go kidnap the chief and his computer. Yeah. And they and, do. Yeah, because he doesn't have a Beyblade, so he just literally He's defenseless up. without a Beyblade. <laughs> um so then they have to go and um get him back. But before they do that, 
does does Tyson get the bit beast then? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I I got ahead of myself. Yeah, he doesn't. The dragon's like chilling out in an urn in his house. Yeah, and he like prays to it. It's like a, it's Jesus it's Christ, chilling out and, in a sword. And then okay, and then Ken. it moves from the sword to the Beyblade, the two we- most instrumental weapons of war yeah. in the universe. And now now on equal footing. Uh, he fights Kai and they yeah. draw because yeah. they both have bit beasts. Ryu and Ken. But Kai just like fucks off. Kai's such a Ryu and and fucking Tyson's such a fucking Ken. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, and then he's like, "I'm out of here." Um, okay, so uh, the, I think later there's going to be like competitions and they'll probably have to like have the ultimate fight. Yeah, but they can't do that right on episode two, right? No, so this was no. a good saving face way to be like, okay, we've 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 button checked. We like understand the rules. Let's yeah. let's. To find other things to do. Uh, um, and the next episode, they introduce another character. Max. His name is Max, and he has, wears overalls because everyone has to have ridiculous clothes in this show. <laughs> everyone does have ridiculous. So, some things. At, at some point, w- did we get to the point where if you make an anime in like the mid to late two thousands, like just... every stock character choice has been taken, and so in order yeah. for your main regular anime high school boy to stand out, like you got to be. I, crazy yeah, shit has yeah, choices honestly, to be made. True, but I like that better than the current state, where I feel like right now your main character is just like I'm just a boring guy with brown hair. I'm just normal. We've average. gone way too far the other direction. Yeah, yeah, I've gone way too far. We're in hard normcore now with all of them, and I <laughs> I miss yeah, like a, um, a lead protagonist who's fun. Uh, I know. I was gonna try to do the Japanese of this. My Hero Academia, right? Right? Oh like, yeah. Bar- boring is yeah fun. it's like he's, and he's like he's on the funner end of the boring protagonists <laughs> oh he's got green hair yeah right. and like the female protagonists are still get to be fun because they of course they have the objects for the men to look at <laughs> be sparkly and cute right but the male protagonists are so boring unless they're specifically made like to appeal to female audiences now right and it's kind of like Very why nice. like grow up dudes learn to think another dude is cool <laughs> fuck that's my take. Every dude should have a giant golden pendant around their neck that constantly would just ram into their crotch. Yes! Yes! Or, or, or you have a seven-foot duster. Yes. Those are the only two Those viable... Those are the two options! Go to your local big and tall, find it. <laughs> <laughs> big pyramid pendants and very, very tall jackets. My mom had to take in my pyramid pendant. It was too big for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yami man. Cody would have been fine. Do you ever wonder, like, when is Yami Cody gonna show up and make you look like an adult? <laughs> okay, episode three, Max. Most ridiculous situation happens immediately. There's a girl with a dog, and he talks to Max for about. And 10... this dog has a blog. <laughs> it's got a log. <laughs> They're distracted for five seconds, and then they turn, and the dog is on a perfect cylinder log, <laughs> yeah. headed down, going down the river. And they're like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Tyson's like, watch this shit. <laughs> Immediately uses his Beyblade to save the day. Well, not quite. He throws the his family's legend dragon from the sacred sword. He chucks it into he a river. He does not chuck it. He uses the ripcord like a true Beyblader. He has form and technique. A, a cord meant to put a blade straight down. He launches it. it. It bounces off the water. 
it, it it does call into question like how much control he has over it. Like, yeah. Because this is a very passive game. Like you you launch it and then you're kind of powerless, right? It's like like the '90s game, whatever. Uh, Crossfire, which yo, is all you got have been the Crossfire, uh, the thing known for its uh, theme song, just like this. Uh, there was an element where you would shoot them, so like you kept playing the game. Yeah. And so this was the first episode. Like, maybe he can like mentally control it because the dragon's yeah. in there, and the dragon's like not just sitting there. It's like bouncing around inside or something. Yeah, it's really weird. I know. Um, Max helps out, and Max his. like helps us out too. And uh, we see that Max is a little bit more skilled, a little bit more knowledgeable. If we go to Max's dad's store, it's a hobby shop where they sell Beyblades. <laughs> where have we seen this before? <laughs> Nowhere. I mean, that is like the coolest thing that like your dad could do is like run a game Ga- store. A toy store, yeah. game store. Honestly, right? yeah. Fuck yeah. So they're just kind of chill. Like they have a friendly match and he loses to him, but he learns about defensive yeah, Beyblading. Because Max isn't a dick. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, we, we're better. And, than and we were. then the old guy comes in and introduces the Beyblade tournament. Yeah, the association. Baby Battles Association. BBA. BBA. Stanley A. Dickinson. Yeah, so there's a new guy. And, oh, he was Stanley ridiculed. A. Dickinson McWhiteman. <laughs> Are these people white? I know they go to America later, so I was just curious. I don't know. Yay. Okay. Beyblades. <laughs> Beyblade. Let's Beyblade. Please let it rip. They say that, too, in the real-life tournaments is uh, before the thing, you have to like say, let it rip. And the little kids have to do it. Yeah. That's great. It's great. Uh, I, it, if this was at the angle of, like, I'm babysitting, and this is what like the little shit's good to do, then... Uh, Not the worst. Maybe I'm having more fun. <laughs> yeah. I liked the emotional arcs. We get into a lot of stuff. Are they like growing up? Is, is there ever they a love interest? There's aren't any love interests. It's a lot of like. So we have Too one guy who like came from China, and he's in the tournament they just entered, and then he ends up joining their team. And the next arc is about how his team that he left in China is like all butthurt that he left. Oh, and like that's kind of a realistic thing. Yeah, that's when you join a different group of friends, and your yeah. old friends are like, "Fuck, you don't sit with us at lunch anymore." Yeah. Yeah, and let's like actually you don't get a lot of that in children's cartooning. Yeah. Where they try to be like, Oh, you you can still be friends with all your friends. Well, like sometimes you move on to new friends and it happens. You can hurt someone's feeling without trying to purposely do it. That's it's something true. you have to live with. Yeah. Forever. Um But also it's just I got really into dumb shit. <laughs> it seems pleasant and harmless enough. It's yeah. got cute boys. It's got an activity to do. It's got, yes, it does. I mean, it, as as much as I got into card games, like one could argue, Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic are games. Beyblade is a sport. <laughs> there is an execution element to it, right? That is true. I think also it's a little bit of it's that I like anime syndrome. Where I was a child, I was like, well, I like Yu-Gi-Oh. I like Pokemon. This is a cartoon like them. And it follows oh, the same rules. Oh, that kills me, though, that you like those, and then this came on, and you're like, equal. Yes. Equally is good. Yeah. <laughs> I was a child. I couldn't tell. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I'm sure I, I, I can't go back and watch a Kevin Smith movie. Sure, right? <laughs> That's a di- different age, a different mistake at a different part in our lives, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's Beyblades, that's everyone. Beyblade. Let it rip! There's a lot of them. There's movies. They, they get, I saw there's the rights to a live-action movie is happening. They like secured him in 2015, so like it's not out yet. So we this, well, if we you're might looking have a... for someone to voice a sexy computer, <laughs> uh, bleep bloop. 
<laughs> That's my audition. We haven't been doing a lot of sequel episodes, but I think uh, if this thing hits American theaters, oh yeah, there might be another IHOP episode Ooh, on the way. Yeah, we need to do another IHOP episode for real. Actually, for real. that was really fun. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna look up statisticals. It was Montreal by like a mile. Uh, Montreal. Have you been to Canada at all? No. What, what? the fuck? Right? I would. They they would love me in Canada. <laughs> I would be so... I would command the room in Canada. And Vancouver's like a... Like, Asian-themed California. Like, so you would kill there. California's an Asian-themed California. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But, like, they're, I think, more overtly uh, Mm. uh, diverse. You mean they don't have Mexican people? Is that what you're saying? Oh, jeez, that's not what I meant. Because the only that's keeping... California for being so as Asian as it is is the fact that it's even more Mexican than it is Asian. Oh, well, I guess I don't like that comparison. That's just demographics. I, d- I just mean like you see more Asian writing. Oh, on fair. storefronts and and stuff. But you're right. If if it wasn't Spanish, then it might have been. Yeah. Okay. All right. They also have a huge housing crisis because of Chinese royalty buying up everything. What? What? Explain. Yeah. The uh the like the children of like the billionaires in China, like a trendy thing to do is like buy an apartment in downtown Vancouver for like four million dollars and then just live luxuriously in Vancouver and oh, shit. Fuck. And then the you know, it's it's just the same thing as happening in Silicon Valley, but it's happening in Vancouver and it's uh it's very We have foreign royalty. Listen. <laughs> if people want to come to America, I say yeah, that's chill. But if you're rich in another country, you're, I feel like you're fucking our shit up a little bit. I'm poor in America. Okay, right. That's the resentment they get there, too. And I think it's I think it's easier to live as a Chinese-speaking person in Vancouver than it is to live almost anywhere in California. Mm, true. Um, anyway, that's, we're uh, supposed to be talking about Montreal. Shout out to one of my favorite podcasts that I believe is recorded in Vancouver. Stop podcasting yourself. They've been around the game for a long time. Um, before you really needed a hard format for your show, <laughs> they're just two delightful chaps. They are white males. Don't hold it against them. They're very fun. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Stop podcasting yourself with Dan- Graham and Dave. Haven't listened to you in a while. That's sad. <laughs> it's like your friends from your old team that you It's don't... like when I, when I left the Chinese Beyblading team to join the Japanese Beyblading it's... team. It's fucked up. Um, have you had poutine proper? I had poutine in Canada, but I'm not sure Vancouver poutine would be seen as legit from Ontario. Uh, oh, maybe. I see. But A I definitely, or... it was way closer than, say, what we get here. Mm. But you can't really go wrong with a bowl of potato and meat and gravy and Duck cheese. Duck fries, gravy, and cheese curds will never lead you astray. Yeah, it's solid. It's arguably it's too cody of a food. It is. <laughs> uh, I can't eat it on my two healthy days. If I might give uh, another comedy recommendation, please listen to Guy Branham's CD, his album Effable. There's a track labeled Canada where he covers poutine. Oh. It's very fun. Yay. Winter Olympics are coming up. That's Canada. It can be sometimes. <laughs> it's Pyeongchang. Yeah. I keep getting confused with Pyongyang, which is the capital of North Korea, right? So yeah. So that's a, a, unfortunate of me. Um, 
Anyways, if I'm writing for a late night show, my first, and I'm having like an Olympian on. Yeah, yeah. But they're like down to do some little risque stuff. Like, oh, oh, we got set to Pyongyang instead. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's the bit I'm going with. But it doesn't last very long, so we don't get our feet in too much hot water. Wow. Makes it, well, wait, wait. You just watched an ice skating thing. Are, did, 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 is the is the magic back? Are you back on board? Oh, it made me really miss figure skating. It you, made you me really. Right. It's just so much fun to watch, <laughs> and people. Oh, it's just that's a sort of vocabulary of movement that's so distinct, and I love it. Oh, oh, I love sports. I love fake sports. I hate real sports, but I love sports that are about artistry and plastic. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I Montreal. also love the musical chess. <laughs> did another... you ever get in? Did you ever play chess? No. No. I just they're just some real jams in chess. Nobody's a nobody side. Da, 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 da. They keep saying it's going to be an Olympic sport soon, right? Is that isn't the it connection? already? Chess. I hope yeah. not. I hope not. I it might know. be. It might be like they have like um regulated. They have like a few games I think that get played, but they're not really. They like, trust them out, mm. and it might be in like one of those murky areas. I with, see. Like, uh, what about StarCraft? I mean, arguably, I think there's a stronger argument for that. But I how doubt is there it a stronger argument for that? Because it's a sport, not a game. I make I'm making this distinction very clear. A game is decision making only, mm-hmm. and a sport is an actual physical execution of. Something strategy mm. of some kind, or not even a strategy. Just it, it could just be weightlifting, right? But the point is, you have to do something in a sport. You mm. can't just tell somebody to do it for you in, in its sequel. I see. I never had someone make that distinction to me, but that's a very good. It's whether something, it's decision making only or not. Yeah, and it's it means nothing, and it's something I thought in my head, and I'm very strongly opinionated about for no reason. So, so well, I, ergo, I think we can all agree, Cody's right. I know how to play StarCraft way better than I can play StarCraft. Right? I can play chess exactly as well as I know how to play chess. I see. Good point. Um, but I think chess will be in the Olympics way before StarCraft. It's nerds. But all of it will come after Beyblading! Bye. I've been Courtney. I've been Cody. Let it rip. What? Please. Please do let it. Oh, good sir. Do let it rip. Let us Beyblade. Is there a context other than farting that you use that phrase for? <laughs> Is that what's happening in this show? Yeah, I made a lot of farting jokes when I watched the show. Are you being sarcastic? Or no, it did happen. It did happen. I thought so. I mean, but it's also... I don't know why they chose that tagline. It's so obvious. Hey, everyone. I want to thank you so much for listening. And also, really quickly, want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much.